Welcome back to another episode of Your Fucking Welcome. I want to talk today about having more fun in your business because I feel like, well, number one, this is something that came up a couple weeks ago on one of my group coaching calls when we were talking about, I suggest, I said something along the lines of like about having more fun in your business. And one of my clients was like, okay, but like, what does that tangibly look like? Like, what the fuck does that mean? And like, I just kind of laughed because I know that feeling like years ago when I would hear people say that I couldn't put, like, I couldn't get my brain around what that actually meant, like how that actually translated to my life, especially when I'm sitting there thinking about like, I need more money. I want more money. I have to get more clients, so on and so forth. I'm so, you know, attached to the outcome at that point in my business that the idea of having fun but still wanting to force that fun into translating into more money, it, it just didn't make sense to me. And so the, I've put together a list of some things that I wanted to share with you, and there are no particular order, right? This is not like a step one, step two kind of thing, but I just want to riff on some things that I feel have really helped me or lessons that have helped me and in teaching me how to enjoy all of this, uh, this business journey a little bit more so. And a lot of things that have made me more money have made my business more successful, but also things that I probably wouldn't have understood that would do that, you know, long ago, right? So again, I just wanted to riff on a bunch of those things. And so I really want you, as we start this, I feel one of the cool things about my audience, I feel like, is that it's not, not that I would say that it's like divided 50-50, but I tend to attract either more women that are super in their masculine. I don't want to say masculine. Like I feel like that's like has more of a negative connotation than I mean, but they're very much into the doing, the strategizing, the getting the results, right? And obviously none of those things are bad things. And I feel like I attract that person, especially because I am largely that person, but I was certainly even more so that person a while back, right? And so I say that because I have a lot of people that come to me who are just in the how of it all, right? Like worrying about this, like I said, the strategizing, the doing more, and they can't wrap their brain around the energetic or more feminine, more flowy pieces, right? And then it's also funny because then I also tend to attract a lot of women who are more intuitive, more in the flow-based side of their business. And then they're looking to me for the strategies and systems and the more masculine stuff, which I love. I love working with both sides in that way, right? But I just want, so I wanted to say this because I, again, I think I have a lot of people who are just very much strictly in the the how and the doing and the strategizing, so, but I wanted to say it's very easy, again, when you hear something like have more fun in your business or a lot of these more energetic principles, it doesn't make sense how that actually translates into more money. It's like, right? Like, okay, but like how, how, tell me exactly what to do or tell me how this works. But I just wanted to open this up by giving you essentially the very extreme example here. Here, right? In the sense that like if we are looking at two different human beings and on one side of the coin, we have somebody who is never having fun, never getting laid, never doing anything but working, hates what they're doing, doesn't enjoy their clients, doesn't have fun outside of actually working, right? On one side. And on the other side, we have somebody who is clearly surrounded by friends, surrounded by people who she enjoys. She's doing things that doing things she's enjoying. She's going to concerts, she's going to whatever. If we look at those very stark examples, how could the person who is having all the fun not possibly make more money as a personal brand, especially, right? I've said it a million times, but like we are not selling 
physical items. I mean, some of you might, right? For, for the most part, our businesses are personal brands. Most of the women that I'm speaking to, we're selling ourselves. We're showing up as ourselves. And so again, if we're using those extreme examples, how could we ignore the fact that no fun versus lots of fun shows up on our faces, in our energy, right? And of course, every single human being on the planet, whether they realize it or not, they're going to be attracted and magnetized more towards somebody who actually appears as though they're enjoying what they're doing versus just has to do it to get the sale, to get the outcome, right? And so again, I just wanted to paint that picture for you because it can be something where these little tiny shifts of energy it doesn't make sense how it translates to more money. It's not a one plus one equals two situation, right? Like if you start having more fun tomorrow, you might not be able to like pin it back to an exact ROI, right? But over time, again, if we're looking at that stark example, I want you to clearly see that you enjoying yourself is conducive to more people wanting to listen to you. More people wanting to listen to you it's going to make you more money, right? That's all there is to it. And so I want you to, again, give yourself permission to see that versus being so in like pressure and outcome mode all of the time, right? And so again, just kind of like wrote up a list of things that I wanted to share with you. And like I said, we're, uh, as if you're just listening to this on the podcast, we are doing these live recordings now in the uh, You're Fucking Welcome Insiders community. And so as we have people, you know, on the line listening, feel free to weigh in and, you know, I don't know, ask a question, tell me if something has worked for you. Tell me that I'm wrong. Like we can kind of like get into it. I want this to be interactive and I want this to be something that again, benefits all of you as much as possible, truly. Right. And so the first thing that I want to say, and this is a basic oversimplified, possibly annoying thing to hear me say, but I'm going to say it that I want so many more of you to take the time intentionally, right. To think about and to reflect on and to really envision what you want your life to look like. What do you want your life to look like? Because here's the thing. I think that all of us have an understanding of this to an extent, right? Some of us are like, oh, I want a lot more money. Or you're like, I want to have, you know, this $2 million house, whatever it is. Like we've got like little peaks here and there. We've got glimpses into what we want in our lives, right? But I think so often it's kind of like, I don't know, it's like a fleeting thought or like we hold on to it for a moment and then it kind of passes. And do you realize, do you really realize how many, and this includes myself, so don't, don't take this as me as beating anybody up, but truly, do you realize how much better off, how much happier, how much more wealthy each and every person listening to this right now, if we spent 20 minutes in the morning turning off all the distractions not doing anything else, especially when it came to business and just sitting in the energy of like, I want to think about a year from now, six months from now, this is the life that I'm living. Here's what it feels like in as many specifics as possible, right? I really feel like if we did that for ourselves every single day, it would shift our energy and it would allow us to get so much closer to taking the actions that create that actual circumstance, right? And so again, I'm saying that because I know how easy it is to wake up in the morning and feel like, oh, I gotta answer clients, I've gotta do this, I've gotta create the content, I've gotta do the Instagram post. And like, it's just, let alone the kids, the dog, the, you know, all the actual other real life stuff that actually happens, right? There's so many other things to do that we wake up and we wind up being in autopilot mode, 
And then it's like you're about to go to bed and then you're thinking about the life that you're going to have one day and all the things that you want. And then you go to sleep and you wake up and you do the same fucking thing you did yesterday. And each and every day, we're not getting any closer to where we actually want to be. Actually, I'll say this too. I was, uh, I was journaling yesterday and I was sitting there reflecting specifically on love and specifically on like the partner that I want. And I was writing all those things out and I've wrote those things out a million times, right? Like I'm pretty clear on what it is that I want, but it's still, it's still an anchoring exercise to sit there and like write it out again and get in the feelings of it. But I have felt like over the past, I don't know, let's just say over the past few months specifically, I've let love my desire for love, I kind of almost like let go of it a little bit. And we've all been there, right? Where you're like, you really want something. And then all of a sudden the desire becomes less strong because of life, what things are going on in life. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, wait, I really do want that thing. And so my point is, is like, I haven't been as focused on love. I feel like over the past few months and something about this last trip, it made it come like to the surface for whatever reason again, and like feeling more important than ever. And so something that I was writing in my journal is I want to start being more intentional every single day about recognizing how I got closer today to what it is that I want. Because the last thing in the world that I want to do is have 30 days, six months, whatever it is, go by and I feel like I didn't get any closer to like my dream scenario with love and all of the things, right? And so again, I there's nothing more helpful and there's nothing more important than having actual clarity when you're trying to get anything, right? And so if it comes back to the main point of this podcast right now, having more fun, if you don't know what that looks like, if you're just saying, I want to have more fun, but you couldn't even define what fun would actually look like for you, we have to take a moment and get clarity on that first, right? I've shared this many times, but Amanda Francis said to me years ago when we were working together, she said to me, you know, okay, at this point, you know, you have proven that you can make a lot of money. You've proven that you can have a successful business, but like, how do you want to live? How do you actually want to live, right? And so, for everyone, like I said, it is a, such a simple exercise and I could say it till I'm blue in the face and you could do this every single day and still have a different outcome on a daily basis, right? Like depending on how it makes you feel, all of that. But you having more fun, getting there tangibly begins with figuring out where the fuck you're trying to go in the first place. You can't hit a target that you can't see. And so again, I just want you to give yourself that permission to like, rather than again, chasing an imaginary goal, actually giving yourself a goal to strive towards. Because the other thing that I was reflecting on, you know, I've reflected on this a lot, but I feel like it's very clear to me how I've been operating for years, not, not as much anymore, uh, but certainly long periods of my life, long periods of my business previously, I would sit there and let's, let's say I was maybe talking about the idea that I wanted to, I don't know, go on more trips or I wanted to, again, have a partner. I was not creating space in my business for either of those things at all. And so again, to go back to like the, the first point here, it's like, what do you want all of this to look like? Do you want to travel once a month? Do you want to have fun on the weekends and be completely off and not answer clients and not feel like you have to answer anybody? We have to get clear on what you want first so that you can actually create it 
Because again, if you're not creating space for it, it's not a shock that you're not getting exactly what it is that you want. Nicole Moore, uh, sorry to keep going back to love, but I feel like it's, you know, a lot of this is the same stuff. But Nicole Moore, who I worked with for a while, uh, she had one podcast episode and I forget which one it was, but she was just talking about how like the episode was about like the chronically single woman, which I feel like I've just like, I've always identified as single versus partner. And the podcast was excellent. So I would definitely check it out. But one of the things she says is like, actually, I want you to understand something. If you are single, if you've been single for a while, you are an excellent manifester. You've been manifesting being single all of this time. You've resigned yourself to the belief that you're single. And when I would look at things like my calendar, you know, being full or looking at myself working until 10 o'clock at night and not leaving any space for somebody else, again, of course, I was manifesting the same situation over and over again, that that life that, again, resigning myself to being single. So same thing here. If you are resigning yourself to there's never any time for fun or that's just the way that it is, it's not shocking that you're continuing to get that, right? And so again, I want you to just understand and see here you bringing in more fun, you creating space for anything in your life, business relationship, it starts with you knowing what that is, right? So that you can make some adjustments versus just hoping that it's going to happen tomorrow, the next day, whatever it is. The second thing is that, and this is a big wake up call for me a few months ago, just the way that I said it to myself really gave me some really helpful reframes, but I think it's really important to remember for each and every one of us, we can love what we do. We can be wildly passionate about our, you know, our purpose here, what we're doing, why we're doing it, all of those kind of things. But you can have that passion, you can have that purpose, and you can also understand that what you're doing on this planet when it comes to making money, it's a job. Your business is not the main character of your life, right? You are. And what I see happen, and this is again, something that I have done for sure, is we go into fixing mode. We go into perfecting mode. Like I'm going to get it all figured out. I'm going to figure it out for once and for all. I just got to make these few adjustments and these few tweaks. And I've just got to get these few little issues out of the way. And then everything will be good. And then I'll have, I'll have time to, for the love, for the fun, all of that. And it doesn't fucking work like that. As I've said to you many times, I would love to sit here and tell you that once you make X amount of dollars, everything is smooth sailing and you never have another care in the world. I'd love to tell you that, but it's not the fucking reality. It's just not how this works. And so again, something, it's almost like I visualized it and it made more sense to me or it like felt more clean to me where it was just like this like intentional chopping, if you will, of like, this is the end of my day. This is, the, this is the window I have to work on my company and then it's over with and then I'll come back to it the next day, but I'm not sitting there spending every single day of my life. There's more to do. There's more I could do. There's more I should do. I didn't do enough today. No, I love what I do, but I also have to remember that it's a job versus my entire life. And so again, for many of you, I want you to recognize that like your job as an entrepreneur is never done. That's what you signed up for. So accept that. Do the best job that you possibly can when you're working. When you're working, you're working. When you're not working, you're not working. Weird concept, but truly, 
be intentional with what you're doing in any given moment, be present in that moment and do the thing that's right in front of you instead of allowing your business to leak essentially all over your week, your day, your month, because again, you're striving towards this imaginary, you know, peak goal that is never going to actually probably happen anyway, right? Because there's always further to go. And so again, just for me personally, just the, the very simple like cap of like, I work till whatever, 5 p.m. and I'm off on weekends, like what a revolutionary concept, but that in and of itself alone, I think is going to be something that for so many of you, especially working from home, you know, I think this is one of the things where like a lot of us that work from home, we think we're going to have more freedom, but actually without the schedule, without the mandated times that we have to be into the office, so on and so forth, we actually, we, we like kind of like take our foot off the gas a little bit. They're like, oh, I can get this done later or, you know, whatever it is. And then again, you wind up stretching five hours worth of work into 15 hours. And that again, in my experience, in my opinion, kind of makes a lot of us miserable. It feels like we're never doing anything but working, right? And so again, just the very simple shift in schedule, and that could mean something different for you, but I think that's a simple shift that can make a really big difference. And for me, feels really, really, really important, especially when it comes to, again, making more money and having more fun, enjoying the thing that I'm actually building. Number three is, you know, what are the things that make you feel like you come to life? How can you then intentionally take action to establish more of that versus again, waiting for any of it to come to you. So I know that we've talked about this quite a bit in terms of this podcast and being able to do these live. I, I know that I really enjoy, I really appreciate, I really thrive again, like I said, off that sense of community. I like being able to have more organic conversations. I like being able to, it's funny because if I'm sitting there trying to, let's say for example, write up a training where it's like, I have to do it. Talking about something like, I don't know, creating your first course. It feels so robotic at this point, right? Because I've talked about so many of these things so many times. Whereas like, again, I was just in Belize and I'm talking to this woman who's in the process of her first course. And she's like, I'm, she's like, this is the most lit up I've seen you the entire time. Like, I, I love what I do. I got so excited about it. I got so lit up by it. But so often I need to have somebody on the other side, right, that I'm actually speaking to, like, what's possible for them versus just speaking to it, like I said, in a more robotic, more kind of, like, vanilla way, if you will. And so that's an example to me of, like, oh, I know that those organic conversations, the things where I can just speak through downloads versus it being so planned out and so, uh, I don't know, just like so, because I don't think I'm robotic, but I also feel like I'm trying to like give the facts and like being as straightforward as possible. I don't want to be straightforward. I just want to talk about whatever I want to talk about. And so I know in that feeling, right, I feel excellent when I'm doing that. Okay. So how can I anchor into that and create more of that in my business? How can I create more organic situations like that? Maybe it means that I'm doing, you know, once a month, I'm doing a live group coaching call where anybody can pop on. Maybe that means adjusting the podcast so that people can come on and ask questions. There's ways that we can infuse the fun and the things that we enjoy into other things. And so, so often it's just a matter of sitting down, you know, and I literally wrote like in my journal a couple, uh, probably like a couple weeks ago. What in my business brings me pleasure? Because the what do you want question is so simple that it's complicated, but pleasure felt like a really, not extreme word, but I feel like it has more weight to it, right? Pleasure. Because like we can all sit there and say like, oh, well, I like posting on Instagram. Okay. But does it bring you pleasure? 
right? Like those are two different things. And so again, asking myself, what brings me pleasure in my business? What makes me feel electric? What makes me feel like I am on fire? I could do that all day long. And then again, how can I actually take that and apply that to other areas of what I'm doing so that again, I can just infuse more joy. And let me be clear here. I think sometimes what a lot of us do is like, let's just say, and when I say a lot of us, this is totally a Sarah Dan thing to do, but like, let's say I, I don't know, did a live video and I, or let's say I did a reel and I enjoyed it. I'm the kind of person who's like, all right, now we got to do 10 reels a day. And all of a sudden we make ourselves miserable because we go to the other extreme side of things. And so my point is, is I'm not saying like to take your fun and to make, don't, don't make it unfun right? Like don't put so much pressure on it that all of a sudden it's no longer fun, but how can you kind of lightly and calmly infuse the fun, right? Infuse the joy into more aspects of your business. And I hope you can feel the difference energetically between those two things. Um, and you know, the other part of that, and this is, I feel like I want to do an episode, uh, on female friendship. Uh, I was going to do that this time. And then I was like, I'm going to do this one first, but I was, like I said, I, as many of you know, I was just in Belize for a mastermind event slash retreat. And number one, it was a situation where it was so cool to be able to uh, connect with the women that I had met six or so months ago when we went to the private island. And it was, I've had this thing where people who I meet through work and business and events not that I don't consider them friends because that's not it, but it's almost like in some weird mental way, I like put them in a separate box where like that's a business acquaintance. That doesn't get to be like a fun, silly friend. And I, I wasn't doing it consciously, but it was just kind of this thing. And going to Belize and seeing a few of them specifically, we laughed our asses off. Like I can't remember the last time I like belly laughed was crying laughing for days. Like we were, and it was just so funny and silly. And it wasn't, again, business related. It wasn't, it wasn't serious. It was just really, really, really uh, us coming together and like needing that release, if you will. And so similarly, there were a couple of girls that I met uh, that I really hit it off with. And like two of them, for example, live in Nashville. And I'm like, it was funny because like a lot of the girls that I knew already, like everyone's married. I'm the only one that's not married. And then two of the new girls were single. They live in Nashville. And I'm like, I want to come to Nashville. They're like, fucking come to Nashville. And like, I'm the kind of person who's like, okay, I met, like I used to be anyway. Like, like I would kind of feel like, okay, I met them. That's it. That's all there is to it. Maybe we'll see, see them again. Instead of being like, no, like I want to do this. Like, let's get this on the calendar. And like, we're going to have a trip in Nashville. And so again, I'm using that example because it feels really cool for me to be in this place where I'm recognizing I don't have to wait. And I get to just anchor into what I want to create, the ways in which I want to have fun. And again, not like I said, not separating it almost to the point where then I'm just like, okay, well, that was fun. Now I'm going to go back to work now. No, like I get to see them again. I get to do more of this, right? And it goes back to the first thing where, because I was reflecting on, like I'm going to Vegas uh, in a couple of weeks. I think I'm going to go to Austin with a bunch of the girls that I met this then and that I knew already uh, in, in June. There's a couple, I'm going home for, uh, to see my family in July and there's like concerts planned, all these kind of things. And so my point is one of the things that came up for me is like, oh my God, that's so awesome that I'm about to like do all these fun things that I've been wanting to do for a while. And then I'm like, how am I going to do this? 
I have a job. <laughs> like I started like almost panicking. Like I don't know if I had the space in my calendar or like life slash business to be able to do that as much. And so it was just such a clear moment for me where I was like, I have to be so much more intentional about creating space in this way because otherwise I'm going to have to say no to things that I want to say yes to. And I'm not willing to do that. I'm not willing to sacrifice any fun, right, for my business. And so I have to get clear on what I want so that I can adjust things so that I can have what it is that I want. And again, in, in this particular instance, that means having more fun, but it really applies to everything across the board. Um, Barbara said she is the queen of making my fun into a job. <laughs> yeah, uh, trust me. I get that. I totally get that. But uh, I think it's I think it's helpful to remember we don't have to monetize everything. And we don't have to like force, uh, I, I think there's this misconception online and I'd be lying if I said that I figured it out completely yet, but I think that there's, especially in the coaching space, it's like preached and, you know, shoved down our throats a little bit to like make sure that your business feels good, make sure that you're enjoying what you're doing. And I think for a lot of us that often translates to anything that we're enjoying or anything that we're learning, we have to then infuse that into our teachings or into how we're sharing with clients. And not that that's always wrong, because I know for me, if I learn something, I can't shut up about it, right? So I know that I wanna share those things, but I also feel like I have to find a balance with like, oh, but like I get to just keep this for me. And like, this doesn't have to be wedged into my business too. We can keep doing what we're doing and like allowing that to be simple without, again, like otherwise you're going to wind up feeling like you're constantly evolving and that's exhausting too, right? That's exhausting too. It'll, it'll just never be done. And so again, so much of this comes back to being as intentional as possible about knowing yourself and knowing your patterns and know how you operate best. And again, how you want to feel, right? Like what feels fun to you? Because for me, sharing things that I learn and sharing new things to a large extent, it feels fun. Reinventing my business every single week does not feel fun, right? So just finding the balance between those things. Um, the fourth thing is simple, but also I would be willing to bet a million dollars that 98% of you are not doing this. And that's just really being intentional about scheduling in regular playtime. Playtime for me, has meant many different things. I, many of you know, I went on a painting kick for a while there. I literally spent probably thousands of dollars on like blank canvases and like every freaking color you've ever seen in your entire life. But, and I'm horrible. To be clear, I'm so bad. Like I, there's nothing in me that is artistic or talented at all. But for some reason, I was just, not for some reason, but like it, it makes perfect sense to me, but I was so enjoying the process of just sitting with a blank canvas and, you know, throwing a bunch of colors on it and moving it around and adding more water and adjusting it. And it felt so calming and so freeing to me. And being able to cut that time out for ourselves to just be as, as like childlike version, this childlike version of ourselves, where again, there's nowhere we have to be. There's no email that we have to answer. There's nothing that we have to stop ourselves. We just really get to be, again, kids, right? We get to play and explore in that time. And then again, that's whatever that means to you. Not that TV or anything like that, like watching a movie, of course, none of that is wrong at all. My personal feeling about this is that when I'm thinking about playtime for myself, 
that for the most part needs to be a moment where I'm not digesting more information. It's not a moment where I need to be learning more things or having more things to think about or where's that, where have I seen that person before? And you're going to IMDB on your phone and then, you know, your mind, then your mind of answering emails, so on and so forth. You know, go outside and take a walk, play in nature, right? Go rollerblading, get on your bike, do something that feels fun. And again, maybe it's board games. It could be puzzles. It could be whatever it is for you. But I, again, I can't express enough how much an hour, right, of painting or whatever does for me when it comes to my peace and my calm and my ideas, my inspiration, my motivation, all of it. And, you know, I think if I were to say to each and every one of you, take an hour, put it on your calendar and every single day, let's just say every single day, you are committing an hour to playing right? Whatever you feel like doing, whatever, go freaking hopscotch, like whatever. If you committed to that, I think, and I know, especially those of you with kids, I always want to honor you have a lot going on aside from just a business, right? I always want to, I always want to acknowledge that. I don't want to be the person that doesn't acknowledge that having kids is, you know, kind of a lot to do, right? I don't want to be the person that doesn't acknowledge that. Balanced out with, I think we can all agree that if we have, you know, an hour to scroll social media, or if we are working our asses off to build this business, but we don't feel like we could, let's start with a half hour. If we don't feel like we could carve out a half hour for ourselves during the day, what are we actually doing? Like, what are we actually doing in the grand scheme of things? Because again, we can make money, but how do we want to live? And the thing that I find with a lot of women specifically is that when we say me time, Normally you'll carve that out and it'll be a situation where maybe that's a bath. Okay, bath. But then you're listening to a business-related podcast in the background. We don't even let ourselves have our me time without it being productive. We always force ourselves to like do the laundry and again, like listen to the audio book or we're doing two things at once, right? And I just want you to like really experience what it feels like to just let go for a half hour And again, no, you know, no, no restrictions, no whatever, just really kind of allowing yourself to get to that childlike sense of, I don't know, like wonder or freedom, right? Give that to yourself because I know that if you haven't experienced that, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense as I'm saying this right now. Like, yeah, Sarah, shut the fuck up. Like, how's it going to make you more money? But I swear to God, it is the greatest gift that you can give yourself so that you can come back to the lucid calm, inspired version of you that you actually are, but all of the information and all of the to-dos and all of the stress and the fears are burying that fun version of you. And so again, to go back to the thing in the beginning, if we're looking at somebody who is happy, joyful, whatever it is, versus somebody who clearly is not, that person who is living a life that they enjoy, you can see that all over their face. You can see that they're happier. And so again, you giving yourself that gift, I can't tangibly tell you that you're going to do five hours of, you know, playtime and then you're going to make $5,000 and this is how it goes. It doesn't work like that. And I understand how hard it is to surrender sometimes and, and believe and trust that an outcome is going to come to you. But that's also the part, the, the thing here, right? Let's look at this logically. If you are giving yourself a half hour of fun a day, I can pretty much promise you, you're going to be a happier human being. If you're a happier human being, especially when you're showing up in business, it's going to be conducive 
to more people wanting to pay attention to you, like I said before, right? But the goal is not to take a half hour of playtime so that you can make more money because then you're still in this outcome-oriented place. I'll tell a lot of people, you know, to sit there in silence sometimes, right? Like that's something, such a big thing for me where like if I'm overwhelmed, if I'm stressed, if I'm uninspired, me sitting for 20 minutes, no phone, no distractions, whatever, I can sit there for 20 minutes and walk away a completely different person, right, than when I sat down. But you know when it doesn't work? When I sit down and I'm like, all right, now I'm going to get inspired. It doesn't work like that. When you're attached to the outcome in that way, it doesn't work. And don't get me wrong. There, there are times then that I do it and it doesn't feel that great at the end of the 20 minutes because I was trying to force something. Sometimes I can't turn my brain off. I try to, sometimes I can't. But again, the point is, is that like you trying to force meditation, uh, any of these kind of things, playtime, if you're trying to force them so that you can force an outcome, A, you're not getting it. And B, it's probably not going to work anyway. So this is where I want you to just come back to like giving yourself the permission for just a half hour. You could have the weight of the world on your shoulders. You could have a million things to do, so on and so forth. But just for a half hour of the day, I just want you to let them melt away. I just want you to give yourself, like I want you to prioritize your body in that moment. Prioritize coming back into your body and feeling good and feeling light Instead of, again, the mind just continuing to take us over, right? Which is what it does so often. And so again, incorporating regular playtime in my opinion and my experience is going to lend itself so damn much to you being more inspired and more happy. And that can't, in my opinion, not lead to more success and more, more money, more sales, all of it. Especially again, like I said, as you're selling yourself, um, Jenna said, yes, I fall into this a lot. I'm supposed to be relaxing and I go back into absorbing information, learning mode, more creating and relaxing. Yes, I really, obviously it's impossible to not take in more information or to not kind of, I don't know, have more clutter in our lives, mental clutter if nothing else. But even little, this is like a different thing, but even little things like old checkout pages, old Canva designs, I have in there and we're not using, I know that I have to get relentless about getting anything like that out of my way. Many of you have heard me say, I will literally, I have notebooks, like journals, whatever it is. I will literally in my to-do list, like I just use a regular notebook. I will write out my to-do list for the day. The day is over. I will rip out that page. I will write anything in the new page that I actually need to, but then I'm throwing that away. Because how many times are we sitting there and we've got 572 fucking notebooks sitting there and then it's just one more thing. Like, I wonder what's in that one. Oh, I'm probably missing something really good in there. And it just adds to like the, just the clutter and the feelings, the pressure that I think again, like as women, especially we are like, so our minds are going a million different directions every single day. Where, and then it's just, it just adds to your plate in so many ways that, that, that stifle you and hurt you, I think, more than you realize. And so again, as that example of information, I, I really do my best to not intake any more information than I want to or that I have to. And I'm only going to intake things that make me feel better. If I start a, like I was talking to somebody this weekend and like they started reading a book and like they didn't enjoy it. They were like halfway through and it was a long book, but like they felt like they had to finish the book. And don't get me wrong, there's, you know, validity in wanting to finish a book. While at the same time, if you're not enjoying it, move on. There's no reason to take in that information that's not actually making you feel better. 
And so again, all of this, is it actually making you feel better? Because to go back to the TV thing, I think there's, again, tons of validity in, okay, I'm going to watch, I don't know, Selling Sunset, right? Okay, cool. I think we can all agree that there's, like I said, nothing wrong with watching an episode of TV. Cool. But I think we can all also agree that watching an entire season in a day isn't the most loving thing to do for ourselves. Sometimes, very rarely, very occasionally, but for the most part, that the extent of numbing in that way is because we probably haven't had fun or we've been so hard on ourselves that we're just like, okay, I'm going to release now. But if you were just infusing more fun and more lightness, right, and more calm into your day-to-day work and job and life, I feel like you'd feel the need to do that less, right? And so again, I just want, I don't know, I want you to honor yourself in that way that at any given moment, you can do the thing that's most loving for you because it's so often the thing we think is like kind of giving that to us, that again, that break, that calm, it's actually not that helpful to us anyway. And it's helpful to recognize and just be super present and super clear with yourself. What is this thing giving me at this moment? And is this the most loving thing to do for myself? Um, And then the fifth thing that I wrote down and I feel like it like plays into what I said uh, largely already, but I want you more so to allow yourself to do things because it would feel good, removed from the outcome. Now, I, I want to be so clear about this because I feel like this is like a million dollar lesson in and of itself because I definitely fucked this up at a time in my business and I didn't get it. I had periods of my business, right? Where let's say I was not having fun. I was doing things a certain way. It started to feel overly robotic. It started to feel overly just like boring, right? Like I was just going through the motions and me so often being like kind of more of an extreme thinker and an extreme person. I'm like, okay, burning everything down. I'm never doing any of those things again. I'm just going to have fun all the time and I'm going to make money. And then all of a sudden I'm like, what the fuck did I do? And then I get scared and nervous about it. And again, I've been too extreme about it, right? But my point, so my point in saying that is if I am saying to have more fun in your business and do things that are not about the outcome, that is not me suggesting that you're not still doing things that you know get you an outcome. Still do the things that you know make you money, right? still do the things that you have to do to live your life, to, to build your business, right? I'm not suggesting that you abandon everything, but let's just say you, I don't know, you post every single day on Instagram and you post a marketing tip. Well, what would it feel like if you just started once a week, once a day, whatever, you just started writing on Instagram because you wanted to. You just started sharing some thoughts you just started sharing a little bit of what you journaled on, or maybe you shared a, I don't care if you share a knock-knock joke. The point is, is you infusing that into your business because it actually feels like you and it actually feels enjoyable. It's a situation where you're not going to hurt your whole business. You've still got the things that are working, working, right? But you can infuse something that actually is like, I'm just going to do this because I want to instead of, only doing things that you feel like you have to do to, again, get the sale, get the money. I want for, again, more of you to, as like I said, personal brands, especially to give yourself that permission that, and again, this is something that I just struggle to understand because every single time I would hear somebody be like, forget the outcome. 
I'm like, I need the outcome. Like, I, I don't understand, like, and I want it so badly. Like, how do I possibly just forget that? Let's look at the example of like weight loss. I think if we're looking at weight loss so often, it's like, oh, I've got to work out this way. I've got to do this and I've got to not eat this. And I've got to be like, I've got to restrict myself so on and so forth with food. But like, what if you're just like, oh, but like, I like to, I don't know, jump on a trampoline. And so, you know what? I'm just going to go and like, make sure that each week, each day, I'm infusing a little bit of fun and movement going on the, tr- on the trampoline just because it's fun. Sure, it's going to help me and it's not going, it's going to help me a little bit. It's not going to give me all of my results, right? I'm still going to do the other things that I know that I'm being told to do, right? That I'm supposed to do so on and so forth, but I'm going to actually give myself something where like, this isn't about, again, this isn't about the outcome. I'm just doing it because it would feel good. So again, I'm using that same example because it's like, it's in the same family. So we're picking something, especially when it comes to business in the same family, we're allowing ourselves to like, just think outside the box a little bit and not do things so robotically the way that we've always done or the way that we think we should do to get the outcome. But if you have a thought on your heart, if you have something you're going through, if you have something where again, like it would actually feel so light and fun and enjoyable to share this with my people or or however you want to look at that. Let's just go ahead and infuse that. Infuse is the best word that I can think of here because it's not let me let this take over my strategy completely. It's let me again infuse it and it be part of my brand, part of my business because it's part of me and it's what I genuinely want to share, but I'm doing it free of any expectations, free of anything like, oh, this has to lead to a sale. I just want to say this. I'm going to let myself say this. And, you know, I'm sure we... I'm sure we've all been in this situation where like you're, let's just say you're like writing a post. You're like, oh, like I have to do like a long post today and I have to like talk about like why somebody should buy my program and I should have to break down all these points, blah, blah, blah. And it feels like it takes forever. It feels like you're like forcing yourself to write that thing, right? I I so often like I struggle, like not struggle, but like I don't enjoy typing the way that I do just being able to speak. Whereas I struggle in that way when I'm, the only times I struggle, I should say it. The only times I struggle with that is when I am sitting there being like, okay, what do I have to say to get the sale in this moment? What do I have to say to get it right in this moment? Meanwhile, then there are times when I'm sitting at a red light and I can write the world's most genius shit. And it like is not because I actually wanted to get a sale. It's just because it was on my heart and I just wanted to say it. And it comes out faster than anything I could possibly sit there be forcing myself to do when I'm behind the desk and all stiff and like trying to get it right. And so again, honoring what feels good in those moments minus the outcome, again, infusing them a little bit, incorporating them into what you're ultimately doing, not abandoning everything else, but recognizing that you get to do things in your business that I'm such an advocate for being intentional and being strategic, but it's also a beautiful thing to recognize that not everything has to be intentional and strategic. You can just do it because it feels good. And again, I'll say it again. That doesn't mean that takes over your business completely. That doesn't mean we throw out what you've done already or how you've made money, but it's just a slight shift to honor yourself. And again, in my experience, and my opinion, that fun that you're incorporating, it can't not lead to more money. And so I want you to just play with this and understand, like I said, that this is not a and I just, I know the way that so many of you think, cause I think similarly, and I've heard many of you think out loud, right? That again, we go from like zero to a hundred. I'm not having any fun. And then, you know, tomorrow I'm going to go to the carnival and I'm going to go spend a bunch of money and I'm going to this, that, the other thing. And be, we get so extreme. And then we're like, they told me to have more fun. Like I didn't make more money. Like it doesn't have to be an extreme thing. We're just simply dialing it up each and every day. 
based on, like I said, step number one is what the fuck do you want? What do you want? And take steps every day to get closer towards that. Okay. So I hope you enjoyed that. I'll talk to you next episode. Bye.